time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guests today, hosts of the hit Starbirds podcast, Sklarbro Country, the Sklar Brothers. We're going to be playing the Devil's Dozen with Randy and Jason in just a second. First, let me thank my real sponsor, Me Undies. Me Undies is Crack the Comfort Code, people. They started with sustainably sourced beechwood trees that turn from pulp to a yarn to they weave them into underwear and they feel incredible on your skin. The fiber is called Micromodal, AKA beechwood trees. And it's the softest fabric in the entire world. Plus get this, it gets softer with every wash and it comes in classic solids if you're a straight ahead dude or bright colors or wild prints like pandas and sushis and flames and all that kind of stuff. Me Undies is a great offer for my listeners. For any first time purchasers, you get 15% off plus free shipping. Slam dunk, they got 100% satisfaction guarantee. So to get the 15% off your order, plus free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash pain. That's meundies.com slash pain. So go get me undies incredible underwear right to your door with Christmas right around the corner. Start your shopping now. You will thank me. Also, my stat man, Jeff Cesario's new comedy album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming now everywhere. Recorded at the legendary Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And as always, before we get to the Sklar Brothers, time for the Waterhouse Update. Brought to you by Luftwaffle. Dive bomb breakfast with Luftwaffle. NFL. Pittsburgh hasn't lost since before you had Postmates on speed dial. The Jets more frustrated than the Hershey's giant Halloween bag division. Dallas, like an illegal pot barn in a thunderstorm, they're about to collapse. Detroit won, and even David Blaine said, I have no idea how they did that. That wrap-up sponsored by Yawning, the patio awning that deploys the second you take a nap. College football, Ohio State, like a waitress with a bad memory, they just keep coming at you. Indiana beats Penn State by a margin thinner than Jared Kushner's skin. Wake Forest, like a talkative Uber driver, they just upset people. Bama crushes Tennessee like a fat guy smacking a June bug headed for his pulled pork. That wrap-up sponsored by Validate, the dating service with free parking. Baseball! Dodgers win game five in action so nerve-wracking the Dalai Lama took a Xanax. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1887, the place Detroit and St. Louis. Detroit wins the World Series 10 games to five. You think baseball's tedious now? Try playing a best of 19 series. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Proteiny. The protein bar so tiny, you don't even know you've eaten it. Now, finally, it's talk time. Join in me for the devil's dozen, the funniest Jewish brothers since the Zuckers. Randy and Jason Sklar, guys, how are you today? Oh, Jets. It is so good to so oh, good. <laughs> I thought oh. I thought the Dalai Lama would have Xenex, which is oh, I thought yeah, that sure. ad would be brought to you by Xenex, which is Xanax yeah. that allows you to meditate. Oh, 
Yeah. I'm going to steal that uh, the next time I do Take it. Oh, my God. Such Here's a how this works. I uh, ask you 12 questions. Yep. And, uh, well, uh, you answer them. That's oh. it's not tricky. Let's get going. <laughs> Question number one. Dallas Cowboys looking worse than your first attempt at stuffed peppers. Is it McCarthy? Is it the loss of Dak? Or is it too much bad Jason Garrett Juju or some combination of the three? What do you think? Jason, what do you think? Uh, I watched Dak's uh, injury on TV, and that was harder to watch than the first debate. Um, wow. It was more painful. It was awful. It was horrible. And I said to myself, hey, if they have Dak Prescott and they're needing field goals at the end of games to win, if he's not there, this whole thing is done. And I was right. Yeah, uh, I think so, Mike, yeah. I think Mike McCarthy is a great coach. Uh, you want to talk about he actually looks like a stuffed pepper. Um, yeah. I think you can't go down to your uh, third and fourth quarterback if you're going to do it. Andy Dalton is now, uh, you know, a, he, I was afraid he was going to break his leg. And we, you know, we call that a ginger snap. Oh, brother, look out. That brought to you by Hopscotch, the scotch that brings out the kid in you. Question number two, Tampa hey. Bay picks up Antonio Brown. And I mean, they picked him up like at the bus station. Yeah. Bruce Arians going full bore Belichick rehab house. What's he doing down there? Is he going to get away with this kind of hire? I mean, so Jay and I have always, Jay and I have always said Bruce Arians is like the white LL Cool J. He makes the Kangol hat cool again. He is a player's <laughs> coach, but I don't know if he's an inmate's coach. I don't. Yeah. This is going to work out. I know that Tom Brady thinks that he can feed everyone a little concussion, concussion juice and they're all good yeah. again. But I just think Antonio Brown is too tough. Antonio Brown is so toxic. Floyd Mayweather Jr. is like, I don't need to hang out with this guy. <laughs> He's messing my image up. Uh, he is. I think Antonio Brown should uh, should be dropped into the stadium via hot air balloon every single game. Uh, I would like to see that happen. Also, I feel like Bruce Arians looks like he played like drums for Dr. John. Am I wrong to say that? <laughs> no, you're right on the money. And now they just have to add a, uh, a uh, parole officer section of seats right behind it. Hey, that brought to you by Abracadaver, the world's best dead magician. Or is he? Question number three. The Bears are like a middle act headlining for the first time. They're solid, but when they have to stretch it to get to 60 minutes, it gets uh, hinky. Can they upend the Packers and be a player in the NFC North? Absolutely not. Not this year. The Packers look good. I mean, except for the game where the Packers look terrible against the, <laughs> the Tampa Bay. <laughs> the, the except Packers. for that. <laughs> the Packers look great. Uh, you know, we love Aaron Rodgers. Jay and I, Jay and I, Jay met Aaron Rodgers and he was a fan of cheap seats, liked what we did. Oh, he's, wow. He's a funny guy. I always root for him no matter what. I just think he's a great guy. I just think in this league, you need a great quarterback. You cannot have a backup quarterback taking you to the promised land. You can have a regular quarterback take you all the way through the playoffs and maybe one game you can get Nick Foles. But Nick Foles, again, like you said, Perfectly and beautifully. Nick Foles is a middling comedian who was just asked to headline. Yeah, Nick Foles yeah. should have never left. He should have never left Philly because Nick Foles is the greatest name to say in the Philadelphia accent. Nick, Nick Foles! Nick Foles! <laughs> I swallowed all the L's from Foles. <laughs> I Those, got a water uh, accents, uh, incidentally, uh, brought to you by Frenzy. 
the app that finds you way too many friends. Question number four. Let's make the pick. We're recording Tuesday morning at game six of the World Series. Do the Dodgers win it tonight or does it go seven? Jay. I say the Dodgers win it tonight. They win 5-3. And I think this is fitting for Clayton Kershaw, a guy who deserves a ring, a good guy. Um, He is the Sandy Koufax of his time, minus the Judaism. I. Ah. Interesting. I think the Dodgers win 6-2, and I think they shave off Blake Snell's little soul patch and feed it to him. Maybe with a line shot off the bat of Will Smith. Uh, you know, uh, Robert's uh, catching flack uh, like more than Nickelback. He pulls, he leaves him in too long. He takes him out too quick. Well, no, no, I no. mean, uh, hopefully the, that's moot. He had the best comment. He was like, I don't remember hearing the fans boo when I made the right decision. <laughs> yeah, that didn't. I I missed them cheering when I put the right guys in at the end of the game. Maybe they did. Yeah. But I didn't hear it. <laughs> that gem of wisdom, sponsored by Ancestry.com, will find your relatives and then help you date them. <laughs> Question number five: <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr.'s out. He has to take a dump on the whole season, as it were. Browns five two. Can they replace him? And will it matter? Clearly, they'll probably make the playoffs in some way, shape, or form. But is it going to get them a run in the playoffs? I think they do replace him, and they replace him with an underrated former Michigan wide receiver, Donovan Peoples. Peoples. Jones. Jones. Caught the, caught the winning touchdown last week. Guy has separation. He's a big receiver. He's athletic. They're going to be surprised at what they get from this kid. And I think this is the perfect, I hate to say it, but the perfect moment for him to jump up in a crowded receivers room and make his presence known. He's a great player. He didn't even reach his full potential at Michigan. And yes, I think the Browns make the playoffs. I think the Browns make the playoffs and I think they make a little bit of a run, but you're playing with Pittsburgh who is undefeated. Yeah. They're playing great right now. Pittsburgh looks great. Like who knew, who knew that Claypool would be as good as he is. It's amazing when you, those teams that are picking late in the first round and they get sort of that great receiver because all the offensive linemen are off the board or the defensive linemen are off the board. So you got to go with a good skill guy and you get a clay pool and look, he scores five touchdowns in a game. He does ridiculous on the jet sweeps. This guy is doing everything for you. And he is that perfect compliment to Juju Schuster Smith. I love a good hyphenated name in the end. Yeah. Tells me that his parents are progressive. I love it. Absolutely. And you know, uh, the fact that Donovan Peoples-Jones is uh, looking at Mayfield and saying to himself, well, this is the guy who can get me the ball over Shea Patterson. That tells you something. (laughs) And he will separate. He will separate in that field. He will. And it's like you look at at, uh, Baker Mayfield and you say, I hope he has more touchdowns than he has commercials on during the game. It's like like Philip Rivers. I hope he uh, has more wins than children. Ten. (laughs) By by the end. Hey, that insight brought to you by regular old 2D printers. What do you need a paper gun for? Stop bending time and space by using a regular old 2D printer. Question number six, Cam Newton suddenly looking as out of sorts as Sean Hannity with a faulty prompter. Did time catch up to him opposing defenses or maybe this COVID-19 hit him harder than anybody thought and he's just a half step still off? I think it's his post, uh, post-game press outfits. 
Pepper. A lot of times he looks like he just bought a candy factory. Uh, that's what yeah. he looks like to me. Um, I think he... I, I was never that impressed with Cam Newton as a player, not even in college. He was just big and in the right system, a college system, he was good. He had a good year in the pros and then that's it. He doesn't have a great arm. If you take away what he can do on the ground and you really zero in on him, that's not a guy who's going to pick you apart. He just isn't. And yeah. So I think it's he, it's, he it's, it's Vince Young syndrome a little bit. He's right. similar yeah. in that he's big and fast. It's bad for the Patriots because Tom Brady is so successful right now. It's like watching your girlfriend, you, you dumped her and now she's, you know, <laughs> with another guy who sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, let's just say, I don't think there's too many people uh, crying in their beer for Bill Belichick at this point brought to you by hexagram, the six sided telegram, have your message stick out with hexagram question number seven your alma mater michigan telegrams <laughs> yeah sure you know telegrams? okay all right good 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 i had an alternate for that that involved witches i love it uh and uh their own uh, uh photo op uh website but it didn't seem to ring as much as just i like just yours. a picture of of someone holding telegrams and going, oh, this must be yours. You ordered the hexagram. I mean, I, I typically send octograms, but that's... <laughs> sure, that's even better. Michigan looks like they got the right guy at quarterback with Joe Milton. Uh, they slap around Minnesota like a Japanese businessman at a Dutch brothel. You guys have to be happy, finally, with a kid who seems like he can handle himself in the pocket and on the run. And like, like a Japanese businessman, they went to sleep in a dresser drawer that night. Uh, I would say this, they, Joe Milton's calm, he calmed down a nervous fan base. That's how good the kid yeah. was. He is in his third year. He's been in the program for three years. He never went to any quarterback camps. He never went to any, you know, clinics and whatnot. This kid spent the whole off season, this past off season and the entire month that the big 10 was training learning techniques, working on footwork, getting everything down, learning the playbook. And the kid came in as a true leader. He's 6'5", 250. You want to talk about Cam Newton. This guy's got a rifle for an arm, a howitzer for an arm. He's learned his touch. I think he's going to be the type, of, he's going to make mistakes moving forward for sure. But he is the type of guy who can, on quarterback keeps and RPO stuff, he can get you the yards you need when you're third and three, third and four, this guy falls forward for four yards. So, yeah. yeah, and I think even more so on first downs, he can get you seven, eight yards. So you're dealing with second and three and you're doing that. He also has so many weapons. I love Josh Gaddis as a, uh, as an offensive coordinator. I mean, there was a play in the game where he kind of, he had set up that he was going to run right with uh, quarterback keepers and he took two steps to the right and everyone committed. And then the tight end broke down the middle of the field and he hit him right in the numbers and the tight end dropped the ball, Eric all. And this is why I love Josh Gaddis and Michigan's uh, offensive coordinator and the play calling. They called Eric all's number on the very next play on a little swing out sort of screen pass to give the guy a chance to get 25 yards. And he did. And so it gave him confidence again. To me, this is the first time I've walked out of the first game of a Michigan season since probably Chad Henney and said to wow. myself, this is maybe when Denard came in and did all that crazy stuff. Like this is the first time that I feel like we have 
uh, hope in a lot of ways that we haven't. And you think about Harbaugh. This is the first quarterback that he recruited that is in there running his system. Ah, um, that's important. It is. Jake Rudock was a transfer. Wilton Spate was uh, was from somewhere. Uh, someone else recruited him. John O'Corn was a transfer. Shea Patterson was a transfer. Yeah. This is his guy. And so, yes, COVID is making this season weird, but this is the perfect chance to get a new guy in. With no crowds, you can, like, yeah. ease him in, and he doesn't get the, the extra stuff. I think Joe Milton is a great, great, great. He had a great start. Hope springing eternal in Ann Arbor brought to you by Illuminati's. We just want to control the world's soda cans. That's Illuminati's. <laughs> Question number eight. Wisconsin Badgers finally have a potentially great quarterback for the first time in a decade. He tests positive for COVID. He's going to be on protocol, miss three games. His backup, Chase Wolf, out with COVID. They're down to their fourth stringer, Danny Vandenboom. Uh, who uh, middle for you guys at the Circle Star Theater in Maryville, Indiana, if I'm not yes. mistaken. I mean, he's also a waiter at Magic Act. He's a waiter at Mickey's Dairy Bar. I would I believe. say this about Vandenboom. He's the Gary Hogaboom of Lisa Vanderpump's. <laughs> Boom! He, he is. <laughs> he, this guy could be the answer. Here's the thing about Wisconsin. Wisconsin sports, they always have like one guy who shouldn't be there who's amazing. You look at their basketball team. Every single guy on the basketball team. <laughs> if you just put the Wisconsin basketball team in a rec center and said go play everyone be like we could beat these guys we and then all of a sudden they're picked to win the big 10 this year so here's what i say to yeah. wisconsin fans if you this is not your year you didn't have the Graham Mertz is going to be great moving forward you can be really excited about that you don't have a running back this year you'll get one next year but i'm going to tell you this your basketball team is going to be so good they probably <laughs> along with illinois they have a shot to win the big 10 if football doesn't work out who cares you got basketball coming in a month or a couple of weeks and and look i i think we don't give you know this is probably the first time where um a bunch of football football players have had positive tests yeah. uh, in all of college. Don't do that I mean, all. a positive testing experience. Let's give these guys credit for taking a good test. That's all I want. Yeah, to say. why not? Exactly. They didn't rely on their uh, subs, the uh, intellectual kids that they. Well, you guys. That's what I'm talking about. That's the guys they would get to take the test. That brought to you by the gist. We want your money. That's the gist. Question number nine. <laughs> NFC East. Eagles lead at two, four, and one. Cowboys, who look like a three-wheeled shopping cart, are only a half game back at two, five. Prescott out, Dalton out. With the right quarterback signing, they could win the division still. Who do they get? Do they go out and get a Josh McCown, or do they do they dig in and try to get a Jalen Hurts, or is Ben DiNucci the next Rocky of the NFL? He's their third stringer. If the Cowboys had any balls, they would get Colin Kaepernick. That would be the greatest yes. of all time. I would, they would truly be America's team. And I would start supporting them if that happened. Wow. They're not going to do it. Jerry Jones is too proud. Jerry Jones, <laughs> the guy who spent $16 million on his own hall of fame induction party. Come on. He's not going to get, this guy's not going to get anyone. I, I, it's a shame if you're a Dallas fan and we have our buddy TJ is a big Dallas fan. I feel bad for those guys. This is a down year. Like I said, when Dak Prescott went down, I, I literally sp I yelled out loud 2020. God damn it, 2020. And it, yeah. it, when his ankle broke on TV, that was the, one of the hardest things I've ever, ever had to see.
Awful. Yeah, not pretty. Uh, that's sponsored by the Thunderburps, the Air Force belching team. Question number 10. SoFi Stadium here in LA. Is it super nice or is it an Ikea on the Death Star? I watched it last night and I am not sure yet what it is. It's a mall. It's a gigantic <laughs> T-Mobile store. It is, there, there are many things that it can be. Uh, I definitely don't think it's the second coming of the forum. You drive as you're heading to the airport, which was something we used to do when we used to do comedy on the road. Remember those days? Sure. Uh, and you kind of emerges on the 105. You just kind of see it come out of nowhere. You know, I think it's going to create that area kind of like the Staples Center did to downtown. You see the area around right, the right. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. It's going to change that in a positive way. Yeah. It'll create some. Yeah, buzz. I mean, I, I I feel like the the Rams the the stadium reminds me of the Rams uniforms right now. You're like, is it a throwback? Are they good? <laughs> I can't tell if I like them. They're all they look sort of like the old uniforms, and it kind of looks like it could be cool. And then you're like, wait, the pants are blue and the jerseys are blue. It's all and blue. And the numbers are kind of ombre. It's like yellow. Yeah blue to white i kind of yeah it's a little weird it's it's a little weird i the other thing is that why in the world did the chargers move to los angeles i don't understand this at all this the so this is the la can barely support the rams let alone a whole other team that they don't care about the the chargers should have gone down to orange county they have a lot of pride down there in orange county they could have called themselves the Southern California Chargers or the Southern California Karens if they're down in Orange County. I don't That's care. Right. And, exactly. and, they and, and on the stadium it just says, "We need to speak to your manager." Your manager. Period. That's their. <laughs> that's their slogan. Sure, light that up in neon. Hey, uh, that brought you brought to you by Needle and Thread, the Amish bedazzler. Question number eleven. This is going to play right into Jason's hands. Former NFL quarterback Jeff Garcia, now an analyst up in the Bay Area, said Cam Newton's flashy clothes may be contributing to his poor performance. Any truth to this? Uh, I know where Jason stands, uh, or is uh, Garcia? Maybe the new Al Campanis, is he stepping a little too far over the line in this kind of situation? Garcia was known for his scrambling and it getting him in trouble. And it look, feels like he was scrambling. <laughs> Jeff Garcia is a former quarterback who's an analyst. Jason is a comedian. So we can make the statement that uh, Cam Newton looks like he just gave away a chocolate factory. But uh, Jeff Garcia cannot, although... It is really amazing. The, the clothes that Cam Newton wears are, in my opinion, just some of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. So I don't yes. think that contributes to his, unless he's shopping when he should be learning the playbook, I don't see the connection there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't think so. And Jeff Garcia, Jeff, what people don't know about Jeff Garcia is that he has a deal with Men's Warehouse and he thinks uh, you're going to love how you look. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Hey, uh, uh, Men's Warehouse, sponsored by McStiffins, fully hardened Irish oatmeal. And finally, question number 12, Indiana beats Penn State. Is this uh, program a player now? I like Tom Allen. It's like uh, finally Indiana recognized their Drew Carey second banana and put him in the, in, in the front position, in the head position. 
and those kids love him. They've been playing great ball for a couple of years, just keep missing out on the big game. And now through some weirdness, they got the big game. And is that going to propel them into, into actually competing in the Big Ten uh, East? I, they shouldn't have won that game because the Penn State running back should have just gone down and then they would have, <laughs> instead of scored a yes. touchdown, and then they would have. That was a stupid play. And the final play is questionable. Like that, that could have not been a two-point conversion. I like the balls, the guy that Tom Allen showed by even calling a two-point conversion when he didn't have to. Uh, and I feel like Indiana needed to end that game right there, and they did. So if they lose, which they should have lost, we're not even talking about this right now. We're just talking right. about it was close, and they made a game of it, but they were at home, and you never know. I think, like you, like you just saw with Wisconsin, you never know if Michael Penix makes it through the whole season or not, but he is amazing. He's a great – He didn't. the problem was that Penn State scored had 500 yards of offense and Indiana had 200. So that never, I don't think there's been that disparity for, for at least 20 or 30 years. Yeah. That a team that only had, you know, had 300 less yards of offense beat the other team. So yeah, Indiana did not, Indiana did not look great in that game and they right. found a way to win. So, so here, so here's the thing. And this is, and this is what they say. I mean, you can flip that argument around and say, Indiana has looked great in recent years and lost games. They've lost to Michigan in overtime a bunch of times. They've lost to some other teams, very close games, and they've looked really good. Now they didn't look so good and they won a game. And so can you win ugly is the sign that maybe the team's maturing. They have a great running back in Stevie Scott. They have yeah. a, an amazing running back, uh, running back two coach great, in Mike Hart. Great, who used to, two great wide receivers in Watt Fillier. Watt Fillier. That's a yeah, great, come player. on now. And then there's another guy who's got a weird, there's a tight player. end. Their tight end is great. Peyton Hendershot. Um, they're, they're a great team or Hendershot is the last name. They're a great team with a good quarterback and they have a lot of heart and I think they can win some surprising games and they, I don't know if I'd necessarily pick them to be in the top three in the East, but they will make every game they're in except Ohio state close. That's what I think. I tell you, sometimes it's that goofball win that just from a confidence standpoint with college kids yep. can yep. push you over the edge and boom. And then you're rolling downhill. That devil's dozen brought to you by spineapple juice. Drink away bad posture with spineapple juice. My guest today, the Sklar brothers catch their hit podcast, Sklarboro country right here on Starburns audio. Much more guys. What else you got cooking? Uh, fill my audience in so they know where to find you. Sklarboro country is the daily podcast. We do the virus edition every day take two stories that are going on in the world that are, that are happening right now pandemic influenced in some way and we give you 20 minutes to just breathe just enjoy and laugh and we need it more than ever right now we do our sports podcast every friday which chet waterhouse has been on he's gonna come back and do the 2020 year in review if that even is something. oh beautiful i can't wait announcing it here he does it every year and it is fantastic it's a, a tradition so uh, so we do that, and it's called the View from the Cheap Seats. Every Friday, I had Kyle Brand on from Good Morning Football a week ago. Mike Hall from the Big Ten Network is going to be on this week to talk about. He's Big great. Ten. It's fun. It's funny, and it talks about what's going on in the world of sports. And then Dumb People Town. Right? We're doing a live Dumb People Town on November seventh, Saturday night, with John Ham and the band Tennis. A little ham and tennis. Who who doesn't like a little sure. ham? 
Well, that's tradition at Wimbledon, isn't it? You have a little ham and then it you is. watch the tennis. It is. Yeah. And it's what killed Matt Spielander. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Peter Carroll. Anyway. May he uh, rest in peace. <laughs> so that, so that, so we're doing that. And you go to eventbrite.com and look up live dumb people town. Uh, just follow us. We're on Instagram at Sklar Brothers, on TikTok at Sklar Brothers, and Twitter at Sklar Brothers. We always got stuff out on there. But uh, we Facebook, we got a Facebook page, uh, Sklar Brothers on Facebook, and we're posting old stand-up clips and a YouTube page, Sklar Bro Country. We got a lot of stuff going on, but yeah. we love coming on and talking sports with you, brother. Man, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Randy and Jason Sklar. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. His album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming now everywhere. Thanks to all of you for listening and thanks to my sponsor, Me Undies. Seriously, most comfortable underwear and loungewear you're ever going to find and comes right to your door, easy breezy. Start knocking off those Christmas gifts at Me Undies. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be at the Flying J truck stop in Barstow, California for the third. 13th annual fast food grease sculpting invitational temperatures predicted in the 90s so get the judges to your eddie van halen memorial fast this is chet waterhouse reminding you to play with pain